0: Good morning all you wrestling and sports fans, this is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of our wrestling sports podcast, and I'm your host, Eddie update, NASCAR, Indy, Short Track, No Prep, and MPK Talk, MLB standings, and you guessed it, some wrestling. You're listening to the best breakfast wrestling sports podcast on your Fridays. The easy bees podcast I'ma
1: just leave it up there. Give me some ID. You know I need. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh shit. And work being this good. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, rabbit is. Am I starting to get to you? No, Sydney, you aren't getting to me. You're just making my eardrums hurt. See, the thing is, you guys look at me, you see the backwards hat, the uh, gray socks, the funky outfit, and you say, Now, this guy's a chump, am I right? No, I'm fucking geek. I'm I'm fucking like. geek. I'm exactly. like right? A fucking geek. Exactly. All right? What you don't realize is that it ain't easy. It is hard, <laughs> goddamn work making something this pretty look like a chump or a geek. Uh. So I must be doing it for a reason. Yeah, well, you got me convinced, whatever the reason may be. Fact is, I missed this shot. I'll walk away. I'm still a chump. Go ahead and walk away. But you missed, and you've been beat, well, not once, but twice by a slow, white, geeky chump. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Sydney? No thing with a chicken bang on the string. From Burger King. Sidney, I noticed that that wind was kicking up a bit on my last shot. You might want to just about six eight inches to the left it is this is the big one For all the money don't worry i've hell of a lot better players than you before <laughs> don't put up no break hey, would you stop yapping and let brother shoot mm-hmm. yeah i got it <laughs> <laughs> Oh this break Shit. Hey man, give me my money, man! Hey, 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 hey! hey, It's a money thing, brother. There's a man with integrity. Hey yo, don't you push your luck, man? Got nothing to do with luck. Hey yo, man!
0: On this first Friday in June 2022, how are you? We've got a stats show today, a lot to get to, coming back off of vacation, so you know the drill. Pick your cereal out, pour your milk, get the heat up, and let's crack them eggs and get to the sunny
1: side.
2: Uh. Last
3: time they looked at Struce on the inbound pass, Lowry inbound again here. sixth time in the last eight years big night for clay thompson
2: with 32 a double double for looney this crowd is back they're on their feet and their warriors are going to the
3: nba finals
0: again that's right that's right there you have it as the nba finals are set that's right The Golden State Warriors there, as you heard, knocking off the Dallas Mavericks in the Western Conference Finals. What a matchup that was. I don't think Luka quite had the bench that old Seth Curry had there in Golden State. So they ended it early and now set their sights on what you heard there in the beginning of the clip. The Boston Celtics, as they knocked off the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals in a Game 7 thriller there in Miami And like I said, this should be set up to be one of the most historic matchups of all time. That's right, folks, as the Western Conference MVP, Steph Curry, will take his team up against the Eastern Conference, Jason Tatum, MVP, as we'll have to wait and see how this thing shakes out this year in the 2022 NBA Finals. Folks, who do you guys got there in Easy Bees land? I know who we got right here at the Easy Bees Compound. We'll give you our predictions Right here, right now. How about this? We predicted both the Western and Eastern Conference teams correctly. If you go back a couple weeks and listen to the podcast, we got exactly the games right there in the Eastern Conference. Missed it by a couple in the Western, but this time we're going to predict the finals. And my prediction right here this week will be the Golden State Warriors in six. That's right. And. Your new MVP. Write it down, folks. It's going to be somebody that might swerve you. How about Brandon Poole from the Golden State Warriors as this year's finals MVP? You heard it first right here on the E's and B's podcast. Golden State in six. Poole as the MVP. Listen out there. What you guys think. Who will be this year's finals champions along with the MVP. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe. Pass the gravy spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fan member, tell someone about this podcast. Keeping it going here on the sunny side, let's switch from the NBA playoffs to the pond. That's right, NHL playoffs, still in the thick of things, and we've now narrowed it down to just four teams. As yet, both Series have got underway, and we've got a 1 0 lead for both teams. Let's start out in the Western Conference. How about a shocking way to get to the Western Conference Finals in the Colorado Avs knocking off the St. Louis Blues in the third period of Game Six with four, count them folks, one, two, three, four seconds remaining to knock out the Blues and stamp their ticket to the Western Conference Finals. They We'll be taking on the Edmonton Oilers who knocked off Calgary. And uh, as I said, these guys have already locked horns once here in the conference finals. And the Avs putting on one hell of a display there in Game 1. Defeating Edmonton 8-6. to six. That's right, folks. I didn't stutter. This ain't baseball. This is hockey. 8-6 to there in Game 1. Congratulations to the Colorado Avs over on the eastern side. That's right. Things were a little bit different, but not too much. How about flip-flop? We had Tampa Bay, who was awaiting their opponents as they swept in their series and got their series out of the way, and happened to be looking as sharp as ever, just like they do every single year in the playoffs. Tampa Bay just looking to get back to the chance to, to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, as that would make an impressive four years in a row, but... They will be have to go through the strong and mighty New York Rangers as they outlasted the Carolina team there in Game 7 earlier last week. And uh, like I said, both these teams have already played their first game. And the Rangers are now up 1-0 on Tampa Bay here in the Eastern Conference NHL Finals. We cannot wait. Let us know who you guys want to see out there in Eason Bees land going for the old Lord Stanley Here in just a couple weeks, we'll have our predictions next week right here on the playoffs. We'll let you know all the winners, losers, and any storylines coming out of the Pond playoffs. That's right, NHL, right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Keeping it going on the sunny side up. Let's go from the Pond to the track.
2: Number eight, look at him swerving, trying to break the track Rosenquist. Now, Ponzo Award, Rosenquist and I want on the inside, Tony Kanan is not going to let that happen, Kanaan at the high side on the dirty track, Kanaan hangs on, and side-by-side action is what Marcus Erickson wants to see, but Ponzo Award is now in lockstep, he's going to have a great draft down the backstreet, but Marcus trying to break it, they know that there is only one left to go, when they come to the Yard of Bricks, they'll see the white flag, Swedish Snake on the back stretch, trying to break the draft. What does Erickson do on the front stretch? Here comes a war with run. The- two and go to the back stretch. Erickson it's leads perfect. by five car lengths. Erickson has shaken off the challenge of the Aaron McLaren SP in really Flash. bold driving. Yellow, two. Yellow, yellow Yellows out. It'll finish under caution. It's Sage Karen. Marcus Erickson with the spirit of Ronnie Peterson on board with his helmet. Joins Kenny.
0: have it the 106th running of the indy 500 and a fantastic finish erickson holding off some of the bigger names and of course scott dixon the car to beat all day long until the final green flag pit stop where he came in too fast entering and had to serve a pull through penalty the following lap which knocked him out of contention. I gotta say, I watched almost the whole thing all day long, and I got it just baffles me that Scott Dixon once again has the bad luck hit him at Indy when hands down he was the best car out there. Unfortunate for him, but congratulations to Erickson as he completes his first ever Indianapolis 500 victory. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's, one of our favorite races to watch every year. And it was so, so awesome to see 300,000 people back in the stands like it should be there at the America's greatest race, the Indy 500. Cannot wait. Hopefully we'll get a chance to take the E's and B's podcast there live someday. That's one of my dreams definitely for the future. But very, very good stuff. We'll keep a closer eye to the Indy Series as they only got a few more roundy rounds left in their season, but the points are tightening up. We'll keep a closer eye and talk a lot more about that in the fewer weeks to come. Keeping it going, though, on the roundy round side, let's switch from the Indy car to the NASCAR. Old
2: Strong cannot let him up. Coming to the white flag. White flag no help. Either one, Next flag ends the race. And Denny drove it off in there. Same thing, just like early in the race. Kyle Busch gets loose on the outside. Power move by Denny Hamlin. You've got no help by two. The longest and one of the most exciting Coca-Cola 600s ever comes down to the final corner. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, teammates at Joe Gibbs Racing. And they come to the line. Hamlin wins by two car lengths.
0: Denny Hamlin, coming home winner there at the Coca-Cola 600 this last weekend, Memorial Weekend. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's, becoming yet the third two-time winner in this NASCAR season, and definitely changing the point race just a little bit. Uh, Very, very cool stuff. A long, long race there on Sunday at Charlotte, but uh, as we all know, they've switched things up, and we no longer get... The all-star race and the coca-cola 600 we now have the coca-cola 600 and the roval so very very good stuff uh and they brought back a little bit better of a race compared to normal in my opinion we'll definitely keep a closer eye as they're moving on to a newer track this weekend that's right folks they'll be down at gateway in illinois slash st louis uh right there a baseball throw over the river but Uh, Interesting stuff. We'll keep an eye on it as none of these guys have very many laps logged at this track. It'll be interesting to see how things shake out, what practice looks like, and who will be the top dog coming out of qualifying this weekend there at Gateway. We'll have all the winners, losers, and any of the big stories coming out of NASCAR right here next week on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Keeping it going in the racing world. Let's go from the roundy round to the strip. That's right. Drag strip, that is. How about some no prep? Coming off an exciting weekend there last weekend. Memorial weekend. All kinds of racing across the nation for the no prep scene. And, of course, we had some big time winners. How how about coming back and getting the monkey off his back? That's right. An E's and B's veteran in the stick, in the stick shift class. None other than Chris Cook. Congratulations to him from us here at the E's and B's. Putting together a hell of a run last weekend. And like we said, finally, finally getting back into Winner's Circle. We knew he could do it. We've got all the faith in him. It was just a matter of time. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. Hopefully, right back to some more competitive racing and Winner's Circles for his future. Other big winners last weekend. How about Jarrett Bradshaw pulling off a win down there? We also had the Mork family, Ashley and Brandon pulling out some wins. And over at Pacemakers in Ohio, we had a small tire shakedown. That's right. Coming down to the finals, it was SRC's Billy the Kid up against Perry Stanley and Hong. Well, a very, very good race in the end. Perry Stanley knocking off SRC to get the win. And uh, it'll be interesting to see as now things are transitioning over to the big dogs this weekend. That's right. MPK back in action As Season 5 kicks off again this weekend after a little bit of a layoff, they'll be going down to Ohio's National Trails Raceway, and the bigger talk is the small tires. That's right, folks. A lot of small tires, a lot of small tire drivers will be showing up to see if they got what it takes to hang there at the MPK show. We know this. The SRC gang is going to be there. CJ Buckner and Raggedy Ann in the house, and many Many others, so do not miss it, folks. Check out all the YouTube live feed actions as Upshift Media will be on there, along with No Prep Felons, hopefully, and obviously one of our favorites. That's right, the No Prep Fam. Go check out all those guys there on YouTube to keep up with all the MPK Season 5 action. We'll have all the bigger stories, winners, losers, and everything you need to know coming out of Ohio. Next week, right here on the E's and B's podcast. My fault. One quick side note there on the MPK. It was noted, I noticed yesterday there on the social media outlets. There are not one, but two new car setups this weekend there at the MPK. As Stinky Pinky has a brand new car. That's right, a Cadillac. Still got the blown setup, but a very, very smoking sexy car. Go check that out. They'll have all kinds of videos all over the social media outlets this weekend showing you a little bit more of that car. Also, Justin Swanstrom, as you know, he caught on fire just a couple weeks ago, put a car back together within four days, made it to the race. Well, guess what? He's got a whole new setup here in Ohio. That's right. He has switched from the pro charger to the blown motor. We'll have to wait and see if that works out for him as he's got to do something to keep pace we two of the best in Kai Kelly and Ryan Martin, as they seem to be the fastest yet so far this year in NPK. So we'll keep you up to date with all the winners, losers, and any of the big stories coming out of Ohio right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast on your Fridays. Last thing I got here in the racing world coming off of last weekend, how about down at the Speedrome? That's right, the one-hour Outlaw Figure 8 race the race everybody's been looking forward to at the beginning of the season here. Let me say this. Congratulations to number 57 machine of Jesse Turner as he held off cousin Ben, our brother Ben, cousin Mark and the rest of the field there last Saturday night at the speedrome in the one hour race and an outstanding race as we got a chance to watch it here at the E's and B's on the computer. And I gotta say a full 28 car field with alternates very very good stuff glad to see the uh, guys coming out of the the moth or coming out of the woodwork there last weekend to shake the dust off the outlaws and put on one heck of a display a couple crossover action hits make sure you guys go check out crossover their uh, crossover racing there on uh facebook as they always go live at all of the uh, outlaw figure eight races and uh, like i said some very very good stuff last weekend but congratulations To the number 57 machine of Jesse Tony once again holding off his cousin and his brother to get the first big outlaw win of the year, the one hour. With that, let's switch things up. The last thing I got here on the sunny side, let's go from the track to the diamond. That's right, MLB standings as we're almost one third of the season under our belt here so far and things are starting to pick up. Of course, really, the only big storyline has still been... The Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson story. Of course, we're not going to touch much about it here on the E's and B's as, a, you know, it's a he said, she said kind of thing. And to me, you're just chasing the hug. But, well, let's, but this is how things set right now as it stands out in the American League East. How about the Yankees at 34 and 15? In the Central, we've got Minnesota at 30 and 22. And out in the West, it's Houston at 33 and 18. The worst team out in the American League as it stands right now folks is the Kansas City Royals at a terrible 16 and 33. That's how it stands in the American League. Out in the National League, the East, it's the New York Mets at 35 and 17. In the Central, it's the Milwaukee Brewers at 32 and 20. And out in the West, it's back and forth, but right now it's the LA Dodgers at 33 and 17. The worst team in the in the NL right now is your Cincinnati Reds at a 17-32. That's how it stands right now. One-third through the MLB season. Like I said, we'll touch a lot more on this as we get closer to the All-Star break. And always, as we wind down, come playoff time. That's right. But with any big breaking news, we'll have all the stories right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast on your Fridays. With that, folks, that's going to wrap up the Sunny Side. Stay tuned. We got the meat coming up next. We're going to dive into the MJF situation right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast. Make sure you pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about this podcast. The meat coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcasts. fans welcome to this week's neat segment that's right we've got a very special topic to dive into as it's the biggest topic going right now in the wrestling world and as you know we love our wrestling here on the e's and b's well the topic is m j f of aew that's right maxwell jacob freeman and uh as uh things have kind of heated up in the last couple weeks we know he's definitely uh been very unhappy recently of his contract and how things are going but it all boiled over Wednesday night on Dynamite and I'm now going to play for you the promo in its entirety after it will dive into my thoughts, my reactions and everything else. Here is the MJF promo from Wednesday night AEW Dynamite. <sighs>
3: Would be a real shame if something bad happened. I wouldn't want to embarrass you, man. Speaking of embarrassing, you've been trying to sit down with me. Hands a ticket. pretend to watch New Japan? Cause I don't dump, because I don't dump my opponents on their head? Because I'm not reckless? What is it? Is it because I'm not chasing star ratings, guys? What is it? How could I possibly be the best? Well newsflash, I am the best! I'm the best in the world! Cause I'm the only guy who makes you feel and unlike all those boys, got to do a bunch of bullshit to get you there. I am a generational talent and you people consistently take me for granted, but it's not just you. It's the big man in the back too. Here's something you guys can't take for granted. something he doesn't want you to know. Do you guys know who the second biggest minute-for-minute draw is in this entire company? Nope. You wish. It's me. It's me. And if you don't believe me, do me a favor. Ask Stat Boy Tony in the back. See what he's got to say. But whatever you do... Don't ask him to reach into his pockets and pay the man who's been busting his ass for him since day one. No, 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 no. Make sure he hoards all that money. Make sure he hoards all that money so he can give it to all the new ex-WWE guys he keeps bringing in. That can't lace my goddamn boots.
0: Well, Jacob Freeman, pipe bomb that went down Wednesday night in California on dynamite. It was an amazing display and the talk since then has been blown through the roof of is it a shoot, was it a work, or are we just all being swerved and don't see The light at the end of the tunnel. Very, very cool stuff. Let me tell you a little bit about my thoughts on that. Uh, I'm on the fence. I'm still thinking, the more I think about it, I think it's a work. I think that some of the stuff he said was planned out. And I feel like if it was such a big of an issue, Tony Khan would have shut his mic off right away. And they would have went to commercial. Now, they did do that there at the end, as you heard the beeps. He must have been calling Tony uh, some very bad things, but they shut his mic off and they went straight to commercial. Now, what baffles me and kept me kind of on the fence is the rest of Dynamite. That promo was not brought up nor mentioned. Um, they didn't come back from break and say, "Wow, what a you know, what a crazy promo from MJF." You gotta feel his words or nothing like that. It was never brought up again. So, therefore, that puts me on the fence. I'm not too sure on how to feel about it. Uh, I could see both sides of it, being that it could be a work. MJF, you know, the big big stars usually go away for a while after they've kind of, you know, sizzled. And, And it's time for MJF maybe to take a break. And this could be the start of it as it looks like, you know, he's wanting to leave and quit and all this. And in reality... It was the plan all along. And my man could be just going and getting some some well time needed off. And then when the time's right, making his reappearance back in AEW where he doesn't belong, so to say. And that story long, or the storyline picks up from there. That's one way to think about it. Of course, the other way to think about it is the way none of us true wrestling fans do. And that's him being this angry towards the real company and towards Tony Khan. And actually taking his ball and going home, kind of like CM Punk did. Of course, this is a play out of CM Punk's book. Um, There was some footage released there on Twitter later that night of after the promo, the stuff that we did not see on TV, uh, he paced around for a little bit longer, and CM Punk and another wrestler came out of the back, and about the time they started to head towards the ring, MJF decided to hop the ropes, hop the guardrail, an exit stage left through the crowd, Jeff Hardy style. Um, it's yet to be talked about from Tony Khan or anyone from AEW. I know they're gonna probably try to keep the hush on this as long as they possibly can. I'd like to. I'd like to know what your guys' thoughts are out there in E's and B's land. Do you think this was a work, or was this a shoot? It's very, very good stuff. It's definitely well needed in this time in wrestling. Let's look at some other things. Let's say he does leave. Do you think Vince McMahon sees the stock still in him after pulling a stunt like this? We know this. He brought in his best friend, Cody, after Cody had put numerous promos on air against how much he hated that company and now works for them. Um, We know Cody and MJF are real lifetime good best friends. So, you know, this could be MJ... MJF's way of getting out of his contract is uh, not complying to the things they want him to do there at AEW. Therefore, they sent him home without pay. Um, that's another way to look at it. Tony Khan could be the heel here, and you know, pretty much put him on the shelf for the next two years and just pay him to stay at home, kind of like he's done with Brian Cage. You know, he got Brian Cage's contract extended. And therefore, he could not go out anywhere else and try to find more work. And basically, we haven't seen Brian Cage in over a year, but yet yeah, he's still under contract. Those things could happen to MJF. MJF's got to be careful with certain scenarios in those such. In my closing thoughts in this whole situation, I really hope this plays out for the wrestling fans out there. That this ends up being the greatest story of all time. That's what I'm praying for. That's what I really hope happens. On the flip side, it's not going to hurt the wrestling family or the wrestling world. If he does leave AEW and goes to WWE, it's only going to make WWE that much more stronger. Yes, AEW, it'll be a big blow. But the way things are going right now, they are on a rocket ship to outer space with some of the greatest talent and -and up-and-coming talent. Let's not forget the MJF is not the only pillar that holds up the ceiling there at AEW, in our opinion. So, very, very interesting stuff in the wrestling world. It's been all over the social media. We'd like to know what your guys' thoughts are out there in E's and B's land. Is this a work, or is this a shoot? MJF, the greatest heel of the 20th century, Going down right now. Make sure you guys go check out the promo. Keep your eyes peeled. Because we'll be having a lot more to talk about as this thing unfolds. Here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. With that being said, that's going to wrap up the meet this week. We're going to go straight from the meet into the squared circle and talk scrambled. Coming up next, you're listening to the E's and B's podcast. To the scramble this week, AEW there on Wednesday night was a banger in California. And as you heard in the promo, Ortiz of Pride and Powerful taking the scissors to our boy Chris Jericho's hair and taking a lock that's right, cutting it off, slopping it into his pocket, and now setting up the next rendition of Blood in guts that's right blood and guts going down june 29th live from detroit michigan and this time it looks like it's gonna be jas that's right jericho appreciation society taking on the bcc eddie kingston and pride and powerful as they run it back um as we know These teams just locking up recently at double or nothing, and the feud is yet to be over. Eddie Kingston, of course, coming down at double or nothing and throwing gasoline on Chris Jericho, seemingly not yet just to throw it on him, but yet throwing it on the whole situation as uh, Brian Danielson did not like that. And uh, we'll have to wait and see at blood and guts how this thing plays out as I got a stinking suspicion. Danielson and Eddie might not get along, and it could cost him. We'll definitely keep a close eye on that. But other things there on Wednesday night on Dynamite. We had a six-man match to start the night out. And I got to say, folks, go back. Check out the beginning of the night. CM Punk coming down now as the new AEW world champion. And uh, he did his famous crowd surfing jump. And this time... He was a little short. Check it out. He bangs his right leg on the guardrail. Tries to play it off. And I got to say, he had two botches in the match. And I think it was all from that injury. He teams up with the best tag team on AEW in FTR. And they got a big, big win. As it seems like the six-man stuff is beginning to pick up there at AEW. As the rumor is... There will be a six-man title belt at some point for AEW. So very, very cool stuff. Uh, like I said, going down there on Wednesday night. Also, we had the main event, which was a banger. John Moxley taking on Daniel Garcia. Uh, it ended up being John Moxley with the win. But I want you guys to go back, check out that match, because there's a flaw that's right, something that threw me off. This was going to be one of the best matches I've seen in a long time until I seen John Moxley gigging himself during the floor, in, floor scene. Um, very, very sad camera work, in my opinion. They need to clean that up. Uh, it definitely showed not once, but twice him going to his wrist to get the uh, gig to cut himself uh, when he didn't even need it. He had stitches on his forehead that would already bust it open, so unfortunately, I did not like that part, but all in all, a very outstanding show there in California. They're back again live tonight in California. We'll see how things pick up from there and keep you up to date with all the AEW storylines and news you need to hear right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast. Last thing I got here On the scrambled, how about let's switch over to the other channel? That's right, WWE. Big, big show going down this Sunday in Chicago. Hell in a cell. Big, big show. That's right. Here's what's on the card as it goes into this weekend. Starting off with Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. They'll be taking on Judgment Day. That's right, Edge. Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley and the rumor is folks there will be a new that's right folks a new Judgment Day character possibly showing up this weekend. So keep your eyes out for that match Next match. We got the US belt on the line as the champion Austin Theory will be taking on Mustafa Ali Our opinion our prediction here Austin Theory coming back out on top and maintaining the belt after that, we got Kevin Owens in the big storyline he's been tied up with for the last month. He'll be taking on none other than Ezekiel. That's right. Will we get the answers? Is it finally the truth going to come out? Is Elias Ezekiel or Ezekiel Elias? We'll find out this Sunday. Also, they're on Hell in a Cell. We got a handicap match Bobby Lashley taking on Osmos and MVP. This storyline hopefully coming to a to a head and ending there at Hell in the Cell. Who do you guys got? I think we're gonna be leaning towards Bobby Lashley somehow squeezing it out with maybe some interference help of his own. After that, it's the co-main event of the evening. That's right, the Women's Raw Championship will be on the line as champion Bianca Belair will take on not just one, but two of the best women in Becky Lynch and Ashka. Our opinion, I think Bianca Belair will hold on to the bell as uh, she'll squeak out some kind of victory over Ashka. That way, Becky can say that she still has not been beaten properly by Bianca Belair. That's our opinion here. And then last but not least, the main event, the match that everybody will be waiting for Sunday night. Hell in a cell, that's right, the main event. Cody Rhodes taking on Seth Rollins as they run it back for a third time to see who is the better man there in WWE. And I gotta say, folks, this one keep your eyes on. I have a funny, stinking suspicion we're gonna have a return character to WWE. That's right, folks. I think Sunday night Seth Rollins will get the win because Bray Wyatt will be making his return to the WWE. If you guys have not been paying attention, there on his social media, he's been putting out very, very interesting hints that he the time is right. He's also been posting he's coming back, so we'll definitely keep an eye on that to see what happens. Who will be your picks at Hell in the Cell? We'll have all. The winners, losers, and all the big storylines coming out of WWE right here on the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports Podcast on your Fridays. With that, that's going to wrap up the scramble. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we're going to give you all the notes, news, and rep your city toasts Coming up next, you're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Baby! Everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jam, your jelly, your cinnamon, your butter, your sugar. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. I'd like to welcome back my Bonnie to my Clyde, the glue that holds this together, the best thing on this show, the lovely Miss LB. Thank you. Wow, coming Welcome off back. an amazing week, obviously. Uh, Bouncing back it sucks from vacation. Bouncing
4: back to reality. Yes, not reality,
0: the real world.
4: Sucks.
0: As you know, LB and I traveling back from Vegas last week. We checked out Dynamite. We celebrated this lovely lady's birthday. Oh. Woo! Get also,.
4: Uh, checked out some
0: very cool sites and stuff while we were there. So a uh, yep. very, very good trip. First but,
4: time? What would you think of it? Uh,
0: I loved it. Um, ready to go back. Didn't want to leave. No. It's just so damn expensive. It's that's the so only part that's so
4: expensive, even if you don't gamble.
0: But we got some very cool stuff. Uh, we got some footage that we'll be posting up on our YouTube page. We've been having a little bit of issues transferring from the GoPro to the computer. Make sure you guys bear with us. Just be, keep an eye out on the YouTube As There will be some very cool dynamite uh, footage along with some just me walking around town, uh, the lazy river, (laughs) some very, very fun stuff. So make sure you guys keep an eye out for that there on our YouTube. Also keep an eye out for our merch, as you know, going down there on Shopify. That's Ease and Bees, myshopify.com to find all your Ease and Bees merch. Also check us out at easeandbees.org for any of our social media outlets. With that being said, let's get right to... Those shout-outs. I want to give a big shout out to Pennywise Racings Media. Robert Smith. Also a big shout out to Bang That Lights Desk Returner. Shout out to Carolina Performance and Dinos, Robbie and Robert Dollar. Shout out to Limpy and Happy. Shout out to Backwoods Garage. Shout out to Bubba Phillips. Shout out to Turbo John. Shout to Stage Line Production. Shout out to the Hilton Racing Sisters. Shout out to Wall and Wall Wall to Wall Racing. Shout out to the Tony Shout to No Prep No Prep Felons Bob. Shout out to my boys, Neil, Tony, Ty, Brian, and my peeps at the Green Solution 810 North Collard Road. Make sure you guys check out the Green Solution for all oh, your cannabis needs. What up, Taylor? What's up? Thank you so much. You're a savior. Thank you. All right. You. With that, folks, if you want to be on the show, all you got to do is give us your story. Get at us at e's and b's podcast at gmail.com. We'll get back to you and get you on air. And that yep. goes for anyone, wrestler, race car driver, or just someone playing trying to promote themselves. You
4: can play le- beer league volleyball.
0: Damn right. You can You can play slapjack. We're in.
4: Cornhole.
0: That's right. That's yep. right. Wanna, All right, let's I move on. Let's get to this day in sports. 1984. The Celtics make key stills for a 124-121 overtime triumph over the Lakers at Boston Gardens. In Game 2 of the NBA Finals, Los Angeles leads 113-111 in regulation when Gerald Henderson steals a cross-court pass and drives for a layup for a 113-113 deadlock. In overtime, Scott Weidman's 13-foot jumper puts Boston ahead 122-121. With the Celtics clinging to the one-point edge, Robert Parrish, the general, intercepts a pass from Jamal Wilkes and then strips the ball out of the hands of Bob McAdoo, Larry Bird, one of the greatest, nails two free throws with two seconds remaining to seal the victory. The Celtics will win the series in seven games, and that is this day in
4: spouts. Cool. that was before I was born. Um, back yeah, back when basketball was. I was only three, so chain.
0: yeah, back when basketball was real, but
4: yeah. No, Anyways, <laughs> no
0: uh, no disrespect to this year's NBA Finals. I know, like I said earlier in the podcast, we're pulling for Golden State in six. But the shocker is, Lauren, I'm picking hmm. someone to hit the MVP in the finals this year that nobody won't predict. Hmm. And that's Brandon Poole, who has been on
4: fire. Can you in get a the place playoffs. a bet on him?
0: Uh, maybe, possibly. Hmm. We'll have to see. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Lauren. We're going to get to her notes. And then, of course, we're going to rip
4: yours. City. Yeah, today is Friday. Uh, happy Happy June, everybody! Yeah, uh, it's the third day of June, and it is also Donut Day. Woo. Get your donut on! Cops to the donut shop. Also Egg Day. Excellent. Love conquers all day. Chocolate macaroon day. Mm. Bicycle day.
0: Ride your bike.
4: Yep, and cider day, like um, beer cider.
0: Yeah. That's more of an October thing for me.
4: Yeah, I'd agree. Um, also, birthdays. Happy birthday to Rafael Nadal. Nadal? Nadal? Nadal. Nadal? Legend. Yeah. yeah. And Anderson Cooper. Ooh, okay. In, yeah. News or something. CNN,
0: whatever. Yeah, yeah. Spain, whatever
4: it is. Um, Saturday the 4th is Cheese Day. Don't be cheesy. Yum. Hug Your Cat or Cats Day. Meow. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> Corgi Day. Ooh. Black Bear Day. Oh. Cognac day. Yeah. <laughs> Prairie day and also trail day, go hiking on some trails. Yes. Um birthdays, happy birthday Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. How old is she now? She's
0: probably 50 something at least. Yeah,
4: I don't think so. Sunday, June 5th is hot air hot, yeah, hot air balloon day. Man, you're
0: looking in the sky for those hot air balloons.
4: Yeah, cancer survivors day. Oh. Gingerbread Day and Veggie Burger Day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, let's get to it in
4: your city. Yay, top 10 cities this week are number 10, Atlanta. Yep. Number 9, Concord. North Carolina. Uh huh. Eight is Clayton. North Carolina. All right. Number seven is Boston. Boston. Massachusetts. Number six is Charlotte. North Carolina. (laughs)
0: Thank you, North Carolina. Yeah, much, no love,
4: much love, um, Number five is Johnstown, Colorado. What up, Johnstown? Four is Frankfurt, Germany. Damn it. Number three is Lima. H O O H. You threw oh. me off, damn it. Oh. Number two is Denver, Colorado. With <laughs> and back on top. Stealing number one again is Fort Collins, Colorado. Folks, oh, thank, thank, thank you
0: so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like share, subscribe, leave a comment, and like LB always says, give us that five-star review. Please, Pass please, the please. gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a famber, tell Somebody. someone about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the drill. Make sure you guys have a wonderful first weekend in June, and until next yeah. Friday, yeah. make sure you eat!
3: You're Blackpaw!
0: Peace! Bye! Have a good weekend. Follow us at easingbees.org.